Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's nothing like having a series of martyrs that you cannot pronounce to underline for you the Catholicity of the Church. That there is not uh, like the Greek myth of Narcissus, when you look into the church, you don't just see your own reflection back at you, but that you actually encounter all sorts of people from all over uh, this earth. At some point in high school, when you start having all sorts of revelations, you at some point, at least for myself and the tradition that I grew up in, started to wonder how it was we thought very vociferously that we were the only ones who got the truth out of all the other Christian groups. And part of what started making me go, how is that possible? Because it seems like if you were to look at the demographics of what I grew up in, we basically were in the Southeast and then Texas. That was basically where the group that I grew up in was. There was a smattering somewhat in the Midwest, but let's not really talk about maybe the one church that might be in like South Africa or one church in London or we maybe have something in Manhattan, right? Just this idea that I started realizing, wait a second, how did we suddenly get this in the 1800s and everybody else before that didn't get it? just lost. There is, and when we are encountering martyrs from Persia with names that are harder than even the typical Latin and Greek names that we have, or even some of the Slavic names, we're reminded of just how, I wouldn't say large in the sense of like girth, but just how Catholic, and by Catholic I mean universal, that the church has been uh, spreading all over the face of the earth. And this is a Catholicity that helps us to know the truth of God, that this is not about one particular ethnicity or one certain group of intellectuals or a certain uh, group of people, whatever their socioeconomic status, poor, rich, in between, that it wasn't just people who liked a certain type of X, Y, or Z, but that we've got people from all across the world who have united themselves to Christ. And this Catholicity for us helps us because it's very easy for us to kind of want to domesticate the gospel or, or make it look like ourselves, or at least make it less challenging for ourselves. There's nothing like reading or encountering the life of a saint from the 17th century or the 4th century uh, or just reading about things that are happening in the Old Testament in Israel and to just let it jar you a little bit and just look at the life and the example and that we have these types throughout all of the world and all of time. The Catholicity is not just the fact that there are Christians who gather in Beijing and Shanghai, I know Father Ignatius in Beijing, and I have a godson in Shanghai uh, who worships there at the Russian Orthodox Church, or that you have people in Haiti that 
Africa, South America, that we have all of this now, but that we also historically and in time can go back and in Catholicity, I think it was G.K. Chesterton who talked about it as the democracy of the dead, that they actually have some shape and form for us, that this helps us to understand the truth that it helps us to be able to see things anew and have it jar us. There's something moving, of course, about the new martyrs of Russia who suffered, not just Russia, but throughout Eastern Europe, who suffered under the yoke of the Soviets or the communist, various communist governments, uh, to then go back and see all sorts of suffering or witnesses of the faith and all sorts of different locations. Just this week, uh, there's a celebration at the cathedral in Chicago for St. John of Chicago, who uh, served in America in various places, uh, and he was the first priest who was killed by the Bolsheviks in St. Petersburg. But that he, we have ties, local ties, if you could call it Chicago local, it's local to us, more local than Moscow or Belgrade or something, uh, that we even call him St. John of Chicago, that he served here in America, that he was present at the consecration of the cathedral that is there in Chicago, that we have uh, his uh, descendants still with us, that we have this connection, this Catholicity. And there is also, as we confess the creed, we're reminded of the four marks of the church, that we confess one holy Catholic and apostolic church. And part of these four marks of the church is that they all mutually enforce or influence each other. So the Catholicity of the church, we understand the unity of the church, that we're all united in Christ and the tradition of the church, and that there is in that Catholicity and that unity, they reinforce each other. Just like the apostolic, I would say if you want a grounding, you have the unity sound in apostolic teaching and doctrine, that we have then the holiness that is what we are all seeking after. This is the marks of the church, it's what we confess in the creed, and it is when we are remembering and asking for the prayers of those, I'm sure they forgive us for not being able to pronounce their names, uh, that we are calling upon people that share and are with us, who are gathered <coughs> at the throne, even though they are, I think they're 6th, 7th century, somewhere in that, in Persia. And that we can call on the prayers just a few days ago of St. John of Chicago, who was killed outside of St. Petersburg, but served here in America. That we are all seeking the face of Christ, and that we need the intercession, we need the guidance, we need the Catholicity of the Church for us to be united uh, in apostolic teaching and faith and pursuit of the holiness of God so that we ourselves can be a part of that. And we, we stress very strongly apostolic succession, the laying on of hands of bishops, but there's also in the Church this idea of a golden chain that there's the Holy Spirit that is the entire church that keeps the faith, that we ourselves are, through having been grafted on to the body, to the tree, uh, that we are all one, that we are all united in Christ, and that we will all one day sit down at the final table.
table with our Lord and of all the saints, hailing from all over the place and from all times. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.